All right, welcome back, JR Afternoon. Good to have you with us. You know, there is an, uh, a committee at the NCAA. It's the Competitive Safeguards and Medical Aspects of Sports Committee. And they're looking at potentially taking marijuana from their banned drug list and focusing more on on substances that would enhance performance at the collegiate level. It's become a, a bit of a, a hotbed of conversation because obviously marijuana there are certain connotations more and more states are decriminalizing it but what does that mean for potentially athletes in states that haven't taken up the marijuana issue uh jerry joiner j man uh joins us he's a an outspoken advocate for the marijuana industry host of weed and whiskey he joins us jerry good to have you with us what do you make of the ncaa uh banding about this idea of taking marijuana off the banned substance list well, Chris, I got to tell you, I'm a plain talker and a straight shooter. And my two grands, I got three reasons on why they're reviewing this. Like you said, it's not performance enhancing. They've determined that it doesn't help the athletes uh, run faster like Shikari uh, Richardson or uh, uh, the, the uh, recent Pew Research survey tells us 88% of Americans support legal cannabis. But, Chris, the big reason to me, Money, money, money. Well, I think you may be right. Um, I, I am curious, though, how this plays. You know, here in Michigan, uh, we, we've already taken this issue up. Uh, ma- marijuana has largely been decriminalized. You can you can go to dispensaries around the state and, and buy legal marijuana up to a certain amount as long as you're of age of, of 21. But when you're talking about from an NCAA perspective, now they may be taking this off the banned substance list eventually, but the question, I think, more so is for states that haven't taken up the issue. Here in Michigan, we won't see much of an issue. California, not an issue. But in places like Arkansas, places in the heartland that maybe haven't uh, had this issue go to voters yet, that's going to create a conflict of, okay, well, students may be able to do it according to the NCAA, but from a, from a legality perspective in some of these states, that's where I think there's going to be some red tape. You, you know, you brought up a good point. 23 states now have adult use or recreational use cannabis legal. 38 states plus D.C., Guam, and Puerto Rico recognize medical use. Mm -hmm. But most people don't realize, Chris, in 49 states, with the exception is Idaho, you can buy something called Delta 9, which is a uh, derivative of the cannabis plant. It's THC. It's a naturally occurring compound, okay? They put them in Buckabuzz gummies. They put them in these howdy uh, seltzer drinks down here in Texas. They got them at every convenience store. So the ease and availability for anyone of legal age, whether it be 18, most places it's 21. Mm-hmm. I think there's a couple that it's 18. But at 21 years of age, they can legally go buy in virtually every state a THC product now. So from a, from a, an athlete's perspective, and, and you know, we here in in Michigan, for example, Calvin Johnson, he and Rob Sims, former Lions, uh, they created a cannabis company, and they talked about the 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 uses of marijuana, especially when you're when you're in those playing days, when you're in the the, the heat of the battle, and it, it isn't performance enhancing, but what it does is it ease the pain that these athletes go through, and not. All athletes are football players, and all, all athletes sustain these type of, of injuries uh, akin to a car accident over and over and over. Um, but but there have been studies that show that marijuana does alleviate some of that pain. Um, what are the, the, the components of, of THC, of marijuana, that would uh, help athletes in your mind? Well, okay, you, you hit it right on the, 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 the point is the pain aspect of this. And 
when people think marijuana, cannabis, weed, pot, whatever you want to call it, because of the stereotype we've had so long with potheads, they think of somebody smoking a joint or smoking a bong or, or, or smoking a pipe. Uh, so many people now are embracing the THC products as a balm or a lotion, okay, that they're rubbing on just like they would some other. Uh, so, so they're not using the uh, uh, opioids. I had a tooth extracted. They gave me uh, hydrocodone, and I couldn't really function and work very well for two days. But I smoked pot all day long and have been for 49 years, and I own a se several successful businesses, work 80 hours a week, got a high level of energy, as you can tell right now, and I smoke pot all day. So it affects everybody differently, their endocannabinoid system. Uh, everybody's is different, but these athletes have learned there's multiple ways that they're getting relief from this, this plant. Uh, Ricky Williams, uh, yeah. Heisman Trophy winner, he's got his own brand called Heisman, okay? Do you think this stops at the NCAA level? Do you think that this continues even further? Do you think this is something that... The World Anti-Doping Agency picks up. Do you, do you feel like this is going to ascend even higher, uh, maybe into the NFL, Major League Baseball, professional sports? How high do you think this, this consideration goes? You know, I couldn't speak as an authority on uh, internationally how this may affect in the sports arena, but I can tell you this. It was uh, yesterday, I believe, a congressman from Oregon uh, did an op-ed that said he believed this movement with the NCAA could be a prompter to the feds finally saying, hey, let's deschedule this thing, let the states deal with it at their levels, which would be a, a great thing, of course, for all of us here at Weed and Whiskey and the 88% of Americans that think that cannabis should be legal. What do you think, what, the, the mindset on marijuana has changed? What, what, what is it that has changed over the years in, from a public perception perspective? My personal opinion is the method of delivery. Okay, with the Fourth of July thing, we've got at Willie Nelson's place, okay? few people smoking joints like old J-Man, but lots of people were eating a Bucket Buzz gummy or a Howdy THC seltzer instead of drinking a beer. Things only got 10 calories in it, right? And you don't get a hangover because there's no alcohol, but you get a little buzz from it. My wife loves them because it helps her, you know, drink a glass of wine, there's 100, 150 calories. She so drink one of these seltzers, then boom, 10 calories gets the same effect. Uh, so as we've embraced the gummies and the uh, tinctures and the potions and the lotions, more and more people are thinking, oh, I don't have to smoke a joint to use cannabis or marijuana to get the wellness benefits or the recreational benefits. J-Man, Jerry Joyner joins us. And, and, and you know, Jerry, I, I think that there's still, you know, there's still maybe a, a huge contingent of people that are, are more accepting of this than they were 20, 30 years ago. But there are still people out there that have that hesitancy, especially when you're dealing with college athletes. Now, uh, the college game has changed so much. And, and uh, again, not specifically talking about football, but college athletes in general with the rollout of NIL and them being able to profit off their name, image, and likeness. I mean, th this has become a much different beast at the college level. And, and look, you're down in Texas. You know how college athletics goes. It's, it, it is a huge driving force for the economy, for state universities, uh, and private universities for that matter. But but at the same time, things have changed. And, and what do you say to people that may be listening right now going, guys, this is this is too much. We, 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 we have to be able to, to regulate athletes to a certain amount if they want to go pro and they make pro and they're able to, to, to make those changes at that level, that's fine. But at this level, there needs to be, you know, a certain level of, of, um, 
I, I, I don't know what it is. Just just a, a, a clean slate for these kids. Yeah. What What do you yeah, make accountability? Of it? What do you say to those yeah, people? Accountability. Let's say the NCAA says, okay, you can test positive for cannabis for THC, and and it's not a violation of your ability to play uh, sports. Okay, but. They're going to regulate as they should, just like they do with caffeine, okay? They limit caffeine usage before competitions, right? Yep. They also have a program that prohibits alcohol use 48 hours before a game, 28, 24 hours before practice. So if they do allow this, OJ Man says, hey, let's make sure that we've got some guidelines. Just like Amazon doesn't test for a non-regular, when I say they don't test, they do a drug test, but mm-hmm. you can still get a job at Amazon and test positive for cannabis as long as it's not a regulated position, truck driver, uh, forklift sure. driver, those type of things. So it's just, you know, let's make sure that we allow the benefits. Let me close out with saying moderation, folks. Okay, We're weed and whiskey. We promote both those products used in moderation and with common sense. Hey, J-Man, moderation is key in life for every, <laughs> for every darn thing. Uh, Jerry J-Man Joiner, uh, uh, with Weed and Whiskey, a uh, huge marijuana industry advocate. Uh, appreciate the time and the insight. Thanks, my man. You got it, Chris, anytime. Have a great day. Yeah, you do the same. I'd love to get your thoughts on this. 800-859-0957. 800-859-0WJR. Is this something you want to see from the NCAA level? I'd love to hear for you. We'll get to your calls and texts next here on JR Afternoon.